Hey everybody, welcome back to the Yimbo Reviews Everything podcast. We've made it to episode 5, which is something I'm proud of because that means I'm actually making this a thing. Uh, science, you know, that important thing that uh, we like to listen to, tells us it takes 66 days to form a habit. And unless my math is wrong, I think I just crossed that threshold. Um, I took a little while in between um, episode four and five, but there was a lot going on. We had, um, we, you know, like after episode four, we had Thanksgiving. Um, we also had the start of my boys' basketball season because um, I'm the head coach of the varsity team at my school. So that kind of ate into some time. And since that does uh, take up a lot of time, I wasn't able to consume as much uh, material in order to process it into podcast-worthy uh, things. So uh, that was with the delay. Um, I'm Again, I'm trying to keep to some sort of schedule. Um, again, within the week or so, I, I know last time I talked about picking the day. I think it's just going to have to be one of those things that rolls out when I get it done. And hopefully if you are subscribed to this podcast on SoundCloud or iTunes, you'll just get the notification when it's ready. Um, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Yimbo5, and there I'll also be posting updates for when uh, new tracks go up. I'm here once again with my illustrious wife, Bailey. Hello there, sweetheart. Hi. And uh, we have some, we actually do have a pretty um, action-packed episode for us today. So the first thing we're going to do is jump into movies. Um, the very first one I'm going to mention, I'm not going to get into here. Uh, it was the original Planet of the Apes. I watched that last week with um, Matt, S- Matt Sanisper and his brother Mike. Uh, the my two friends that I do the first time long time podcast with, and I just as a heads up, I gave that a three and a half out of five sacred scrolls. Thanks to Mike for giving me the uh, the the category, the classification there for that one. Um, I could tell you that it's worth a look, um, especially if you're into older movies because it did come out in 1968. And it also kind of set the stage for these new batch of sequels, um, or I should, I should actually say prequels, um, starring James Franco and Gary Oldman. And, you know, so it was Rise of the Planet of the Apes and Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Um, so it's definitely worth looking into. You could totally skip the, the uh, apparently directed by Tim Burton, which I didn't know, but the Marky Mark, uh, Mark Wahlberg version. Um, you can just pass that one. But if you want to check out where it all began, um, it's not a bad way to spend your time. Bay, any uh, anything you want to chime in with Planet of the Apes? It's hilarious to watch as an adult now. True. And it's entertaining. I mean, it's it old, was... but it was entertaining. <laughs> Matt was making fun of me after the fact for the way I was saying Charleston Heston. <laughs> Apparently <laughs> I was not saying his first name right throughout that yeah. last episode. Sorry. That's okay. So, um, yeah, you get to hear me mispronounce Charleston Heston. I'm doing it again. Um, wrong, but we did have Is a lot of fun. Charlton, Charlton you... Heston. I, I don't even know. Now that you got me, like, thinking yeah, about it. Yeah, I know. Um, so if you want to hear some very bad um, bad impersonations of Mr. Heston uh, and 
check out some of the jokes. It's worth a listen to. Um, and you can also follow us there at the FTLT podcast on Twitter. But now we can get into the meat of our podcast today. Uh, the first movie um, we're actually going to dive into is a Hallmark film called Just in Time for Christmas. <laughs> we watched this on Saturday? No. Are you sure? Friday? It was premiering, so we should remember the date because it's really important. It was a world premiere it on was the Hallmark a world Channel. Premiere. Yeah. Um, it was one night this week. It weekend. was either Friday or Saturday night. Uh, so we are full-blown in the Christmas uh, season here in the Yimbo households. We bought our tree. I think it was Saturday, babe, because I think it was after we bought our Christmas tree. It's after and we decorated. watching the uh, – We watched a very not Murray great – Christmas. Yeah, Very Merry Christmas on Netflix, which I'm not even going to bother – uh, talking about because it's new this this year. Uh, it's an original Netflix thing, but aside from all the celebrity cameos, it just wasn't great. Yeah, it wasn't awesome. It wasn't. No, it, it wasn't didn't get me in the Christmas spirit. No, Not like the Hallmark it was just a very do. sad Bill Murray, and the premise was weird. And I thought you weren't going to talk about it. Sorry, I'm moving on. Okay, so just in time for Christmas. Now, uh, my wife here loves Christmas. She has made me embrace christmas more than ever before in since we've been together um basically rejuvenate she rejuvenated my love of christmas uh post childhood i should say because once i became an adult and you know being in college and everything you just kind of drift you come home for christmas to see your parents and it's presents and have dinner and blah blah blah. but it's family obligations and everything but you've really sparked that love of the season again in me sweetheart I love Christmas. It's my favorite time of year. Yeah. Uh, I've never... I grew up with artificial trees, so I know that's blasphemy for some people. Um, but sh since we've been together, this is our fourth Christmas tree, real live Christmas tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know other people say, like, it's not good for the environment for chopping it down, but it's Christmas, and, and you know I don't what? chop trees down. We don't chop them day. down, and there's <laughs> so many of them already chopped down. We're just letting them not go <laughs> to waste. That sounds terrible to say. No, well, <laughs> That's was, terrible. This year we went to Home Depot to pick ours <laughs> out because it was a few bucks cheaper than some of the lots that we've gone to in the past. But yeah, it's just it's just tree factory. It is a tradition. But it is. It is. It is. I, so anyway, I really love uh, the house smells like Christmas now thanks to um, a real tree. Oh, so I keep getting sidetracked. So after decorating and after watching a not very good, very merry Christmas – we watched Just in Time for Christmas because, as I said, Bailey loves Christmas. We were looking on Netflix and true. Hulu and HBO Go. And Amazon Prime. And Amazon Prime for a good Christmas movie to watch. It was booty. Everything. It was not that – there wasn't – and most of them I've seen. I mean, last year I watched my niece during this time of year. Yeah. And I would just be home all day watching movie after movie after – like all Christmas movies all day long. Mostly like the Lifetime kind. <laughs> so I've seen them all. So I'm a pretty good critique when it comes to these Hallmark slash Lifetime Christmas original movies. Mm -hmm. I've seen I've, I've seen them all. Yeah. So. And this one you mentioned was, is one of your favorite oh, it's my Hallmarky favorite. lifetime <laughs> It's my favorite Christmas genre yeah. of Christmas movie. Which is the time travel variety. <laughs> so 
As soon as I found out what it was going to be, I was hooked. Yeah. I didn't even like. I didn't even need to know anymore. Are we going back in time to change something? All right, I'm in. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, I, for, you know, are these my favorite type of movies? No, but we were looking for a Christmas movie, and I like, do enjoy making my wife happy. So I was down for whatever turn, you know, whatever it was going to be. However. I was pleasantly surprised to have two big names appear on the screen, one of which is William Shatner, and the other is Christopher Lloyd, which was fantastic because if you are putting the pieces together, Christopher Lloyd was in Back to the Future, and there were, um, at least early on, a lot of winks and nods to the audience, a a few Back to the Future type jokes uh, which was a nice little touch. Even the movie even op- uh, I forget at one point, sweetheart. Uh, I think when she wakes up l- later in the movie to all you didn't of even, the you didn't cuckoo even... clocks and all. No. I didn't get to the premise yet. Yeah, like... exactly. You're confusing the audience. All right. So the premise of the movie. Would you like to? This, this is your type of. thing. I tried so. explaining it to my mother, and I realized that I'm not very good at summing up movies. So I'll do the best that I can. So there's this main character. I don't even remember her name. No, it's yeah. forgettable. She's, um, she's, you know, plain, would you like pretty blonde, she, nameless yeah, girl. Exactly. And she is a professor of psychology and her boyfriend who owns a co- coffee shop. Cause I think they're in Seattle. They're in Washington. Right. Okay. So her boyfriend who owns a coffee shop says, Hey babe, like let's go to this really fancy restaurant it's tonight. Gino's. I actually Gino- remember that. <laughs> it's Gino's. And, it's the, it's and, super expensive. And she's all like. Oh, what's the occasion? He's like, uh, no occasion. And we're all thinking, Jimmy and I are yelling at the screen, like, he's going to pop the question, you dummy. Like, how do you not sus- suspect that? Like, that's so suspicious. Right. So anyway, she goes home and whatever. She gets so, ready for her date. So she's living at home with her mom and her grandfather, Christopher Who lives Lloyd. Across lives the across the street. So she's hanging out with them. And Christopher Lloyd gets her a dress. And I know, without getting... We're not going to... De- you, I don't know why you're getting part. into that part. The important part is that she goes to dinner... And on her way to dinner, she gets a call from Yale University saying they want to publish her paper, her psychology paper, and possibly turn it into a book. And but they also have a a tenure track professor position open in in their university. So she's like, "Oh no! Like I have to choose, you know? Like oh no, that's such a great opportunity." So then, when her boyfriend pops the question, she has to choose, or she feels like she has to choose between a life with him and this new opportunity. In Connecticut. So she basically tells him no, runs away crying, finds herself in a park where um, Where? a a horse and buggy carriage pulls up and it is William Shatner Shatner with this bizarre chin goatee that he can – this long white chin goatee (laughs) that he can stroke and when he strokes it, magic happens. So she – he's like, looks like you could – use a ride and she's like no and he's like no really like get him get on my carriage come have an adventure <laughs> yeah that's what he says and she gets on which is like whoa yeah. at night you don't do that so she gets on and then when she gets off there's the aurora borealis like yeah. the northern lights and a shooting star and then she turns around and he's not there and then she goes to find her car and it's not there right but she doesn't freak out over any of this like <laughs> as soon like if a horse and buggy was there one minute that i was on and i turn around and it's gone she's like oh man she just goes oh 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 i guess it left so then she goes she can't find her car then she realizes basically she's three years in the future yes 
Oh, um, because after, she sees her bookstore. Yeah. And in the she window. has a published book. She's yeah. a best-selling author. She's famous. Her former boyfriend now has a new coffee shop because he's expanded his business. And he is with another woman who right. worked at the coffee shop. So he's getting married. This is a long review for a stupid movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway... All the shenanigans happen. She realizes, oh, maybe I could have had it both. I'm so sad. I miss him. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, I did the wrong thing. I did the wrong thing, which is the premise of every Every, Christmas movie like this. This is what Bailey had to explain to me. Similar to if my listeners are familiar with the Lifetime Christmas (laughs) movies, there's a movie called Holiday Switch, which is the same exact movie, only she goes through a dryer and ends up in this perfect life. Okay. In that movie. I think I've seen I think I made you watch that one. It's also very similar. To the snow globe one as well, where yeah. she goes into a snow globe. <laughs> These obviously are my favorite types of Christmas holiday movies, and they just put me in the spirit. I love them. They're cheesy. They're, like, mindless. But I will say, some of them are terrible, and you can't even – I can't even watch, like, mm-hmm. five minutes of it, where the acting is terrible. These have, that one, This one was, it was good. Fu- it was fine. The it characters fine. were likable. It had some big names in it. It moved along. Yeah. So we no. we that's, that's how we spent our our Saturday night. Um, overall, as Bailey said, this is probably one of the better ones. Now, since this is Yimbo Land, um, I you know in terms of movies, is it a great movie? Not necessarily. I'm, you know, she's she's not exactly giving me an evil eye right now. So my rating is two out of five rejected marriage proposals. Uh, babe, would you like to, based on your critique of I all would, of your knowledge of... I, this is up there. This is like a four. <laughs> this is definitely a four out of five weird biting lip faces that that girl made. Oh, yeah, that was bad. She did a lot of like weird smiles with her lips. And of course, you'd have to see it to picture but, but it like, is... She did a lot of lip smacking and, and smiling. Weird eye stuff. Yeah. She's very... She's very uses her facial <laughs> features very much. But that was something that we noticed in that movie as well. Yeah. So I give it a four out of five. All right. Fair enough. Um, You're going to have to cut that down. <laughs> no, no. It's great. You know, Nobody I'm, I'm wants leaving, to hear about I'm Hallmark leaving, I'm leaving this part in, too. Uh, <laughs> all right. So Except for me. Going now from something that totally wasn't probably expected in everything I've, I have spoken about in previous episodes to something that is right up my alley. Uh, I would like to move on now, not to a full movie, but to a trailer that was released this past Friday. Which is the Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice trailer. Now, this is the three-minute full-blown release. Um, Up until this point, we've only ever seen snippets of clips. Very short, 10, 15 seconds. Maybe, you know, still images from the set or posters. They've been very hush-hush about it. And then they drop this on us. So, we even watched it just now. Once again, we watched it the other night. We watched it just now before, so it's all fresh in our minds. Um, first of all, I'm very excited. Um, I don't know where they're going with this movie. Um, now, since this is something, you know, this is go watch this. It's not spoiling anything because it's a trailer. Um, I was super hooked on, and I'm going to talk about as much as I can remember at this point. So, we have... At the introduction of Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent, um, we also have a very bizarre Jesse Eisenberg playing Lex Luthor, uh, which I love already. I don't know. What do you think about Jesse Eisenberg? He has hair. 
Lex Luthor should not have hair. Well, I'm pretty sure that's going to be so <laughs> because there are different versions. I th- I, th- I like Kevin Spacey. Yeah, I think uh, he has a very quirky. It's more. I don't want to say Gene Hackman because it is still played differently, but it's not the. Um, I know I was talking to a coworker of mine um, who also is super into this stuff, and he made the point that when he pictures Lex Luthor in Bay, uh, Babe Bay, uh, you'll probably agree with me. He loves the version of the Superman animated series. Oh my goodness, the with the Justice white suit. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what I think. Of. And he's got that. Super he's very deep, serious, awesome voice, and he's super serious, but he's incredibly smart, wealthy, and powerful. Yep, that's what I think of. That's honestly my favorite portrayal of Lex Luthor. So. That's why I'm, I'm I'm hesitant at this point, but I think in term think about the mood of this. Think about the mood of Man of Steel. Um, it's, it was very dark, no humor, literally no humor. Maybe one joke ish in that whole Man of Steel movie, which I did enjoy, but it was very dark. And now we have this, which is our you know two iconic my two of my favorite superheroes going to battle. So I think he's going to add a very well. It's going to be a needed levity. Yeah, but it shouldn't be him. My Uh, whole thing is I like Lex Luthor being kind of like sassy. Like not sassy, but like snarky. He has – he was witty and and he would have like one-liners in those kind of things and they were funny, but they weren't like – Goofy, funny, yeah. not like silly, funny, like this looks like. So yeah, I don't this know. this we'll is on the. See. It seems right now on the surface that it, it will be a little bit sillier, um, but again, I might need it. So that's why I know I saw I heard some rumblings, like you know, blah blah blah. But I I don't know. I I'm, I'm willing to give it a pass because it might need it. The movie might need that that levity. Um, so we also get to see Doomsday. So he takes um, the body of General Zod. And somehow clones or harvests his DNA, and which is what he's done. That's how Bizarro was created. He um, either I think he took Superman's DNA, or I'm going to get my whole there's, whatever. There's many years of mythology here that I'm trying to <laughs> uh, sort through, but I believe it was Superman's DNA, and I could be thinking of the animated series storyline. But um, that's how Bizarro was created. It was an attempt to recreate Superman, um, but it went wrong. This looks like that, um, as opposed to the comic version of Doomsday, where he's a Kryptonian and he was an experiment there gone wrong or something or other. But um, here's what I didn't like: he looks like one of the movie versions of the Ninja Turtles. Mm, yeah, you're right. I didn't it's think of like, that. He, if you throw on the mask, the bandana, like it's it's Leonardo. <laughs> So that one doesn't make me that happy. That doesn't. That's the kind of bums me out. Yeah. Um, I will. All right. So I'm positive because there are a lot of positives. Because I am. I'm. I'm definitely freaking out. I can't wait for this movie. Um, I'm all in on Batfleck. I think. I think grizzled uh, Ben Affleck is going to be awesome as Bruce Wayne. Although we did find out that this killed the internet rumor that. Batman was going to be um, – that Ben Affleck was actually going to be Slade Wilson. Which was like a ridiculous conspiracy <laughs> It was. Thing you were the that one was, that was telling me Well, because it was one. like a million pages long and there was like a thousand reasons. But then like none of them made sense. Yeah. But it was <laughs> it was a really interesting. So Bailey um, brought that to my attention. She 
It's like that, all um, over the internet. Yeah, and I was just reading it because well, toys a toy line came out, and one of them I don't know was Christian I mean, Bale's but face. Like all of a... like all of that stuff was just I don't know. If you're, it's like any kind of conspiracy. Like if you're looking for it, you yeah. can use anything to back it up. But right. you know, I guess we won't know anything until the movie comes out. I mean, there's probably gonna be some kind of like surprises in it that Absolutely. you know yeah. maybe the trailer's misleading, but anything I mean, crazy like that, yeah. I don't know. It's hard to. I, I feel like though. You can't really pull a switcheroo since, I mean, he straight up is Bruce Wayne in this trailer. It's like you can't just have someone else. Like, oh no, that's not really. <laughs> it's Bruce like we Wayne. cut these scenes yeah. together to make it seem like he's. Bruce no, Wayne. yeah. No, so I, I think I think it pretty much killed that that theory. Um, but anyway, I, th- I think he looks great. His costume is awesome. I love that it's a departure. I actually enjoy looking at this one more than the Batman Nolan films. I think this costume's cooler. I didn't even notice. Really? Oh. No, I think I think this is – and again, I, I don't have to be a purist about it. I just think it's more in tune, more like more in line with the comic book version, um, especially the, the newer it, – it's much more like the New 52 version of the costume. Um, but also, obviously, with um, homages to the Frank Miller Dark Knight Returns Batman. Anyway, I, I think the costume looks great. Um. There was an interesting part in the trailer where uh, Batman is wearing his Elseworlds costume. It's like a trench coat, and he's got the goggles. And it looks like he's fighting parademons, which, babe, you know from our times watching animated uh, Justice League movies, you know Darkseid, his army? You know, like, he's got those buggy things that fly up. You remember Darkseid? He's basically, like, the Thanos of DC. He's, like, Superman's main bad guy. I don't remember. We okay. watched so many of those movies. Yeah, so there looks like there's parademons, but then I underst- I just, you know, doing a little uh, snooping online. Apparently, that costume it ha- was referred to at one of the Comic-Cons as the Nightmare, with a K, get it? Um, the Nightmare costume, so maybe it's a Bruce Wayne nightmare that's happening, which would then go into when Superman unmasks him and says, I could, you know. There was the narration of, like, I could kill you at any time, blah, blah, blah. But uh, we also get to see, and as someone who once dressed as her, we get to see Wonder Woman. What did you think? She doesn't say any. She doesn't say a word in the trailer, but what did you think? That's mm, not that much to go on yet, I guess. Okay. All right. So you're... I just hope she's not thrown in there as, like, an afterthought. Okay. And, well, this is a perfect segue because I am ner- – the only thing I'm nervous about is that they're trying to cram too much into this movie. Because you have, obviously, the epic Batman-Superman fight. Doomsday, which is, like – Doomsday, who is, who's the man – he's the creature that killed – he murdered Superman dead. That's a lot. Right That's there. a lot right there. Yeah, and then Wonder Woman, who, I mean, I love that she's included because it's about time DC, but yeah, it's it's a lot going on. And then you have Lex Luthor. And then speaking of that toy line, they have a multi action figure pack of Batman and Superman fighting the Lex Luthor in the tech suit, like in it's, the big mech green and purple. Yeah. So if that. I, it's a lot. It's a lot going on. And I just, for my girl, my girl Wonder Woman, I just want to make sure that, you know, yeah. Princess Diana, right? No, not Princess Diana. That's the princess. What do they, she's a princess though, Yeah, right? Princess Diana of Themyscira. Yeah. Okay. Cause sorry. Yeah. I was, <laughs> that's her name. Yeah. Yeah. I hope she gets. The proper treatment. Yeah. Not well, just like, 
What? Hi, I'm here. I blocked you. How? Quick conversation. I'm back to Themyscira yeah. to go hang out. Well, I I also understand, obviously, there's um, if you've been pay- paying attention to any of this, that Aquaman's going to have some part in this movie. And then some, like one of the, I forget if it was a producer, but I just read something, a person involved in the movie says, I can't talk about this, but The Flash is going to make an appearance. Like a very brief one, but... There, like the movie version of the Flash will also be there. So that's a ton of stuff. That's a, that's a lot of people, a lot of things. It's a lot for the people of Gotham City and Metropolis to take yeah, in. Yeah, right. And and you know, obviously, the, they're going to draw comparisons to the Marvel universe. And I appreciate the fact that they decided to take a risk. They are taking a chance because, like Marvel, took the time to establish each superhero in a separate movie before bringing them together because then you. You already did all the origin stuff. You already did why everyone's here. And then, boom, Avengers. This one, they're starting, boom, Justice League, and then going off into the individual stuff. So I like that they took a different approach, but that's risky. It's so I'm pumped. I'm fired up. I can't wait. I'm giving this a hype rating of four and a half out of five vandalized Robin statues. Because if you did see this trailer, and you should go check it out immediately, um, there is something that there is some sort of connection with the Joker and Robin, which we know there's a long backstory in, in the comic books. Um, there are rumors that Jared Leto's Joker could be a former Robin, so we have to see how, where it goes. But again, a lot of stuff going on. Wait, the yeah, Joker's in this one too, right? That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> there's so much. My goodness, it's like as long as the podcast. Yeah. All right, sticking with movies, uh, two more things going in, but this is going to get a little subcategory of Star Wars. So Bailey and I finally finished the original trilogy, episode six, Return of the Jedi. Um... We actually had to do it in two parts because the first time we went to watch it, somebody fell asleep. I did. Uh, so, I'm just, with, you know, this is, it again, an older movie. You should be watching them, especially if you plan on seeing the new one coming out in, you know, 10 days or whatever it is. Less than that, actually. Um, all right. Points I want to touch on. Once again, Darth Vader is the best. Uh, not only as a a, a get-her-done commander-in-chief, but also as a loving father who, <laughs> who just wanted to see his son realize his potential and couldn't he, – he couldn't do it. He couldn't sacrifice him to the emperor. Babe, I know you were, like, making, like, I, the sad – like, oh. I – even Peter. when he was bad, I liked him the most out of all those movies. You liked his shiny helmet. I, he was much shinier. Bailey in has a theory movies. that his helmet was getting progressively shinier <laughs> as the series went on. These are the things we talk about while right. watching movies. <laughs> um, no, I, I really liked him. I mm-hmm. like his – he's very ambitious. And and I, I get that he was – he was taken over by a, an evil force. He was drawn yeah. to the dark side. And I – Agree. I think that he just wanted to make sure that his kid 
was living up to that potential that you know he had this force inside of him and he wanted him to use it and yeah and you know what when you go back now the prequels prequels are not the best but have you seen any of those i saw the first prequel when it came out in the theater oh okay with the little kid the weird lipstick okay so we are going to go back and and watch but now you know the main you know like all of the all of those movies all they do is fill in the blanks now for you like you already know the main gist right and i mean it's one of those things where watching these movies it's like even though i hadn't seen them i felt like i had seen them because i knew everything already like there was no twists no turns no scene that hasn't been like recreated somewhere and something i mean your love of family guy i don't no, huge. But I've seen, you know, no, like because I just you, well, you fall asleep to it, <laughs> and I know that that star, those Star Wars episodes have been on plenty of times. Um, what I was going to say is, <clears throat> one of the interesting things going back and when we do check those out, one of the evil parts of the dark side is the fact that Anakin, who is Darth Vader, falls in love with Natalie Portman. Like, no, 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 can't be in a loving relationship. That was part of the dark side. The fact that you can't give into a, you know. Your love of a woman. Or, I mean, not, that's, just, what? like, you can't have a relationship. You, you're, like, as a Jedi, you, like, basically oh. supposed to turn off your emotions, you know, like, to some extent. I'm doing oh. a terrible job, because, again, I've, I've, I'm already self-admitted. I enjoy the Star Wars movies, but I'm I in was no gonna way. I say, where there's no way we should touch these movies, because if anyone listening to these actually <laughs> likes Star Wars a lot. Yeah. No, I know. I don't it. have the deep, deep, deep-seated deep knowledge. That... And I, I will admit to having zero knowledge. Right. So I I've, I've I have a fairly surface level, maybe slightly like a scratch below the surface. Which is surprising of, of because you're into all that. I am. That and like stuff. I said, I I do really like the I lo- I love these characters. I really enjoy the universe. Um but yeah, I just don't I've never pursued it like in terms of like really digging deep. So into that fandom. Right. Um but anyway, as in terms of a movie, once again, everything gets solved in a matter of minutes. Um, every problem, you know, like they can't get the door open to the base. They have to blow up the base to turn off the satellite. Best part, spoiler alert, where they have to weave through in these, in the, what's his plane? The Millennium Falcon. The Millennium Falcon has to go through all these corridors, like and crashing, getting chased and going all these twists and turns to get to the middle. This is to blow up the new Death Star. (laughs) To get to the middle where they need to blow this thing up. And then how do they get out? A straight (laughs) shot shot out. out. I I mean, for big fans, there's probably a reason that I just wasn't paying close enough attention to. Mm, Yeah. But to me, as just a casual, you know, half texting, (laughs) half checking social media and watching the movie at the same time, that sounds terrible. But half you know paying mostly mostly right. paying attention i just couldn't follow that i'm but, like, like i'm must watching have... boom 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 boo, boo, right they blow up the core St- yeah straight, straight shot line. out <laughs> like oh man it took them twice as long to or three times as long to get in there through all these twists and turns and then it's like oh no we have like two seconds to get out and next thing you know boom they're out and it's yes. like oh we're safe everything's good yay fireworks let's have all the little bears dance around and be yes. adorable so uh, I'm going to give this movie a four to five Jedi's. I think that the Empire Strikes Back, and I think this is pretty much the universal opinion, is the superior movie. The middle movie is, is the by far the best. Oh, no, I like this one a lot. Did you like this I one did, like, m- more? Um, probably. I think so. Yeah. I, okay. I, I enjoyed it. It oh, was very well, enjoyable. 
I is part even of though it. I fell asleep during it. The that first was just round. the first time, but that was I started that one late. Yeah. So does um do these little guys have anything to do with your love of this movie? The Ewoks. Um. Because they, they were totes adorbs. They, they were, were great. They were very cute, and I just. I mean, I like, weird, weird little bears. Okay, <laughs> here's the thing I like about Star Wars, these three movies that I feel like maybe, I don't know, could be missing from some of the other ones or the movies we make now. There was a lightheartedness to it. Mm. Not this, like, deathly serious movie that's, like, dark and, oh, the destruction and this is such a serious... There's, like, a lighthearted, you know, feel to it, even though they're dealing with you know, what appears to be very serious problems. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, the empire is going to take over. Exactly. But it still doesn't, it doesn't stress you out when you watch it. You're not like no. on the edge of yeah. your seat. Like, Oh my goodness. Maybe it's just because it's like, we're watching it now as opposed to when it first came out and we kind of know what's going to happen. Sure. Yeah, but at the same be. time, it, I just feel like the whole movie, the whole, these three movies kind of have like this, you know, well, the cantina scene. Yeah. It still has like Han this... Solo's adorable charm. Right. Exactly. And everybody, you know, and even Princess Leia, her personality. Leia was great in all three and, of the movies. And, and she's like in so much danger and she's such a strong person, but she's mm-hmm. not super like serious, like By the way, mean you... face all time. I loved how every scene she was in was a different like outfit and version of her hair. You're the only person who realizes like <laughs> outfits and hair. No, I, don't. It's totally, I know you noticed. <laughs> no, I I like her. I like her a lot. I like when yeah. the Ewok. She doesn't even like react to him. He's like <laughs> trying all, to poke I her with how, a spear, and how she's just no like, one takes the Ewok seriously <laughs> at first. And I know that that's like a I guess a criticism of this movie is that the Ewoks show up and can take down the Empire. But it, really, when you watch it, it's. Adorable how they do it, and but you know that's what? what makes this movie great, yeah. and that's and what it, I mean—that lightheartedness. Is and not... you know what? The Empire should have had more troops on the ground. I'm sorry, you have more boots to the ground. Those Ewoks <laughs> aren't going anywhere. You know, they're not going to be tripping eight. How about ah, when they get dragged by the ATATs? <laughs> that was so cute, and that's what I mean. Like they still manage so to AT-STs. put that kind of put that kind of stuff in there, which makes <clears throat> it really fun to watch. It's a yeah. fun to watch movie, yes. which I feel like a lot of movies now are not. They're there's so much CGI and like so much boom, boom, blow explosion, serious. And then there's like a joke here and there and that's supposed to lighten the mood. But like this movie is just enjoyable. It's just fun yeah. to watch. Like the whole thing. Uh, yeah. And I'm going to make one little note that this is um, – the movies that we watched are the special edition DVD versions that came out. Oh, yeah. Like it's about 10 – it's, it was around the time the, uh, the, the prequels came out in the theaters. Um, so as you know, you still can't buy the very original versions, the theatrical releases of the movies anywhere except for a Laserdisc. So this is the one that George Lucas tweaked and made um, Greedo shoot first instead of Han. And then anyway, at the end, I just remember hearing Bailey just like, what? <laughs> when they, when Obi-Wan and Yoda are there in the force and they show up as the holograms and not, you know, not actual holograms, but they show up as their hologrammy versions of themselves and there's Anakin Skywalker, what is it, hating Christensen? <laughs> She's like, what is, what? <laughs> what? This is not right. And just looking super out of place there. He really I mean, he did. fit. Like, I mean, he looked the same as the other people, but like. No, no, it was just, it was a silly, silly addition. But you know what? I appreciate, I mean, considering that. It's con- for consistency. For consistency's sake, yes. Um, <laughs> all right, so. That's enough of that. Yes, so. 
moving from that, like, so Bailey started touching on some points about um, the lighthearted nature. So the next, that this kind of leads into the next topic of Star Wars, which is the Force Awakens trailer, which is, I think, their second one, whichever the, I mean, this is like the final trailer before the release. I think it comes out December 17th, if I'm not mistaken. Um, now, I am incredibly hyped for this movie, just let you know, especially the fact that it's, it's coming up so soon. Um, but Bales has some criticisms because, uh, <laughs> what? Well, you, you just went from like all three of the original movies had this lighthearted nature to them, right? With, yeah. even with the sake of the world and the empire, the universe at hand, right? Yes. Everything was still, people were still cracking jokes. Han's still, <laughs> right? But what did you notice about this trailer? There's no difference between this trailer and the Batman versus Superman trailer. Yeah. <laughs> no, in like my head, because I don't, I'm not a movie person. I will admit that. I don't like going to the movies. I'm not. But you watch them. I, I mean, don't you watch them. like them. Like I have no patience and I just have no real interest anymore of seeing like Avengers and Superman. Now, to Batman. be fair, she watches this stuff on DVD or, you know. I do. I know I've seen it. And I am a huge fan of all of, like, the Marvel, DC, all that kind of stuff. But for me, seeing this trailer for the Star Wars, I don't know. It just looked really intense. That's what she said. It was, like, it just really, really heavy. intense. <laughs> and I don't know. I didn't see the movie, but it just seemed really intense. Just like all these other trailers for these movies that come out that are all, like, about explosions and then slow motion of close-ups on people's faces looking serious as the wind's blowing past their face. Like, I don't know. And that might not even be what, like, the whole movie's about. And that's not a, you know, I don't know. Because I wasn't even really paying attention to the trailer either. But everything just seems so heavy. And, like, I just want to, that's why I like my Lifetime movies. They're light. I can watch them. (laughs) They make me happy. The -hmm. world is scary enough. And I just, like, want to remove myself from that. And then watching these, like, really intense movies and these trailers, it makes me, like, ugh. Like, I just want to watch, like, something fun. Cartoons or something. I don't know. Well, I uh, I agree with her in terms of the fact that it does seem like it's, it is taking like a, either a darker or at least a more, a more serious tone to it. But for me, I like, look how sad Leia looked in it, and even Han Solo looked all like old. Not old. He didn't look. He looked worn down, like from life. Well, not yeah. not the actor, <laughs> but like yeah, the, all yeah. the scenes the they show, right. and like I don't know. Just, it's going to be very. I think. I think the biggest thing is. Um, I don't know how much information is even out there to begin with. I know they had the toy line. You know, like the the first few waves of the toys. I know there. You know, I. I'm not even going to try to throw out names because I'm. I'm. I, I've been trying to stay in the dark because I do just want to go in and let this movie wash over me because I think it's supposed to take place 29 years, like even storyline wise, 29 years after. Um, Return of the Jedi. So I'm kind of fired up to see where it goes. But I do agree with Bale. I, I, I think, I, and here's I, the yeah. thing. It's nothing against the movie whatsoever. I'm sure the And, like, for people who love Star Wars, they're probably, like, I know everyone's super excited for it to come out. And it's going to be great. And it's, like, what everyone's been waiting for. And that's awesome. Personal taste, as you can see from the beginning of the podcast, of what my interests are like and what I like to watch. So it's just not really my cup of tea. Mm. So... 
and like and I'm not a movie critic, so I can't even tell you it's just my personal taste and what I would like to watch and I probably will see it and I'm I'm sure it's going to be great just like yep. everything is always really, you know, good when we actually sit down and watch it, but Right, yeah. But in terms of like what I I just I just want to sing Christmas carols <laughs> and, you know. No, I can't wait to see that uh three-pronged lightsaber in the snowy battle. Oh, I can't wait. Zoom. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm, I'm so, so pumped. So, once again, since I'm not rating the movie, but the trailer and, and also just in terms of hype, uh, even more so and uh, than Man, Batman versus... Um, can't even talk. Batman versus Superman. Um, I'm giving this a 5 out of 5 BB-8s, who could be so cute. I can't wait for... I, I want to know more about this BB-8 character. He's the little droid. He's that the, rolls around. Yeah. Oh, he looks. Yeah. Yeah. And let me just end this by saying that I'm really excited for everybody who loves Star Wars to go see that movie because yeah. I know how big of a deal it is. <laughs> um. All right. Now the last little piece of Star Wars, and actually the last. Oh thing my goodness! I'm, there's more. No, this is the last thing. The okay. last thing. I promise. And and don't go anywhere, babe, because you could always chime in on this one. Okay. Um, it's a video game. It is, but it's, I'm done. All okay. Right. And bye. <laughs> so. Uh, the last little piece today, I actually had more to go, but we're, uh, we're clocking in some, some good minutes now. So this is, I'm just going to finish up with this. I'm going to save those last two pieces for the next episode. So here we go. I'm going to close things out today. Once again, sticking with Star Wars to talk about Star Wars Battlefront, um, which is the latest Star Wars game. Uh, I have it for the PS4. First off, I can tell you that I am hooked on this one more so than Call of Duty, uh, Black Ops 3. I do own both of them, and that was – I'm going to save that Call of Duty. Uh, I, once again, I'll push it back until next time. Um, I'm going to tell you a big reason for first is that I'm, I think I'm better at this one than Call of Duty. Uh, I, I mean, I'm decent at Call of Duty, but I'm pretty good at, at Battlefront. There are criticisms uh, that say that, there's, that you can't do as much in terms of customization – but I think there's a pretty decent amount. You can change your characters up. You can unlock various things. Um, I have a bigger drive in this to rank up here than in Black Ops because, you know, yes, the grips and attachments and things in Call of Duty do help your gameplay. But with this, um, you can only access certain, like, blasters and rifles um, when you achieve different levels and i think you it, they do help you out quite a bit so um anyway I'm, I'm, I'm just driven a little bit more i'm finding myself uh to rank up here plus it's really fun just to exist in this whole universe uh and the game has already taught me more about star wars than i ever have watching the movies so that's pretty neat and again i, I know the difference between an atat and an atst um there is no campaign to speak of they do have these single player or co-op missions to go through so I've only done the trainings. Um, I'm waiting for my buddy Jim. I don't know if he listens to this, but um, I'm waiting for him to, ha you know, have some gaming sessions with me so we can go through and get those stars. And uh, other than that, I, I've really been enjoying this game. And sticking with the positivity that is this episode, I am giving this a four and a half out of five AT-ATs. And with that... I'm going to close things out. I'm going to give my wife. She had gotten up for a minute. I'm going to give her the mic one more time since we are bringing this to a close. So, babe, would you like to say goodbye to everybody? Goodbye. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas, everyone. 
Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Just in case <laughs> um, we don't get to another one, I'm going to try. I, I do have a little bit of material that I'm going to postpone um, from this one episode to, to the next. So maybe we'll get one more of these in before the holidays hit. Um, and once again, I thank you for tuning in. It's... Uh, it's a lot of fun. I like doing this with my wife. It's it's a, a nice little hobby that we have going on. And if you enjoy listening to it, that makes it all the better. So if you have any suggestions um, or comments or things you'd like to talk about, you know where to find me, either at, on Twitter at Yimbo5. You can also visit my Tumblr, which is YimboReviewsEverything.tumblr.com. And you can also find us on SoundCloud which is uh, soundcloud.com slash everything. We're everywhere, you know, or at least, you know, <laughs> everywhere enough. I, I'm everywhere. <laughs> so other than that, I would like to close things out once again. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in. You guys are the best, and may the force be with you. And this is Yimbo, and you've just been reviewed.